0: Bobby and I are super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. I love the look and comfort of my new Oakley glasses. The lenses are like nothing I've ever experienced with their prism lens technology. These lenses protect my sun sensitive blue eyes, but somehow also make colors even more vibrant and details even more clear. And let me tell you, Oakleys, they are popular in my household as both my sons argue over who gets to borrow my glasses. They both play outdoor sports and they know Oakley is the best for training. Plus, I think they want to look a little bit like Lamar Jackson, who is also sponsored by Oakley. Now, my personal favorite pair is from the HSTN collection. I've literally been wearing mine every day since I got them. So let me tell you what you should do. Head on over to oakley.com right now and get yourself a pair of glasses that will change your look for the better. But don't just trust me, try them for yourself. Go to oakley.com for more information today.
1: All right, Sarah, it's officially day one of Raven's mandatory minicamp, and we're following several notable storylines as things get kicked off at one winning drive.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've got stories such as Odell Beckham Jr.'s arrival. Oh, and J.K. Dobbins' surprise status, given his recent cryptic tweets. And believe me, there's much more.
1: I'm Bobby Trossett, alongside my co-host, Sarah Ellison. It is Tuesday, June 13th. And this is your Morning Ravens update from inside the vault.
0: ESPN analyst Dan Orlovsky. He is keeping the DeAndre Hopkins to Baltimore agenda alive. But is there any substance to his agenda?
1: Plus, we'll discuss the prospect of adding star pass rusher Daniil Hunter into the fray now that he's officially holding out Of Minnesota Vikings mandatory minicamp.
0: We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the morning vault where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, today, today is the day that officially marks the start Of mandatory minicamp in baltimore and there are several notable storylines worth mentioning entering day one
1: yeah partner and none bigger if you ask me than odell beckham jr's arrival and attendance which marks his first involvement this offseason having trained and rehabbed on his own throughout voluntary otas as we covered now aside from his contract signing press conference and a trip to preakness obj's spent the majority of his last few months in arizona but now
0: It's on. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if his work is, you know, limited throughout minicamp. Nobody needs to get crazy around here, especially being that he's a veteran who hasn't played in live NFL action since, geez, February of 2022. But still, his participation and just his sheer presence alone are significant, and we should get a feel early for how much chemistry he has with Lamar Jackson. Okay, so besides... OBJ here. What else is worth noting entering day one, Bobby?
1: Well, given just the last couple weeks, I'd say that J.K. Dobbins is always worth noting. And after a series of cryptic tweets questioning his uncertain future and in his mind in Baltimore, which were published less than two weeks ago, number 27 has reported to minicamp and is not, I repeat, not a holdout, despite some speculation. Now, Dobbins opted not to attend OTAs, as we know, which may have been a direct result of some early bumps in the road with regard to contract negotiations. But it was not enough to completely derail things. Again, hence his attendance. He's reported to one winning drive and looks at the moment to be keeping business and football separate, to his credit.
0: Yeah, what good news. Maybe a little bit of a surprise given those tweets, but good news there with J.K. Dobbins. And Bobby, here's another nugget worth mentioning from ESPN's Adam Schefter on Twitter. He tweeted, quote, Ravens guard Kevin Zeitler, who was not present for the voluntary portion of OTAs, will be a full participant in Baltimore's mandatory minicamp that begins Tuesday. Zeitler still is in search of a new contract But he will report, close quote, from Adam there. Here's the question that, you know, given that news, given that tweet, um, would you support an extension, a contract extension for Zeitler? Uh,
1: I certainly would. I absolutely would. Uh, He's been a durable, stabilizing force for the Ravens ever since they brought him in a couple of years ago. He's now entering the final season of his three-year deal, as we know. And, you know, many of us remember that first season without Marshall Yonda, right? How much of a revolving door it really was at right guard. It was brutal. It was tough. But since then, it's been nothing but consistent and rock solid ever since Kevin was brought in. And to me, he's earned an extension. I do recognize he's 33 and he's not getting any younger. But as our friend Cole Jackson tweeted on Monday, and I tend to agree... Age has not limited production.
0: Yeah, I would agree. (laughs) Agree with that 1000%. And it really hasn't. His age hasn't. And he's been a great mentor, you know, for young guys on the line, such as Tyler Linderbaum. And by the way, before we jump to topic two, Zeitler isn't the only offensive lineman that showed up after missing OTAs. Ronnie Stanley is also among those who reported, and he is ready to roll for minicamp. All right, still to come here on The Vault. People will not let the DeAndre Hopkins dream die just yet.
1: The Vault is sponsored by Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. And I know for me, I've been rocking the Prism Black Polarized lenses this summer, and I'm loving them so far. Oakley's changing the game, and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run? Do you golf? Maybe you train or perhaps you just want to look like Lamar Action Jackson. If any of the above is true, you got to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses allowing for an extension of self. Really, it's an expression of your personality. There's more than meets the eye. And here on The Vault, we're all about look good, feel good, perform good. And that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. And hey, since it's officially summer you may want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now so go visit oakley.com to find yourself a pair today oakley offers prism lens technology which is a proprietary technology to oakley and available for everyday settings as well if you're interested in learning more head on over to oakley.com and do your own research and while you're there get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye, but don't just trust Sarah and I, try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life and I can confidently say that Oakley's not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. So head on over to oakley.com for more information today. Okay, Sarah, so free agent wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins wrapped up a two day visit with the Tennessee Titans on Monday. And next up, he's going to visit the New England Patriots later this week. So what's the deal?
0: Yeah, well, even though the Ravens don't appear to be serious contenders for D-Hop at this point, that isn't stopping ESPN's Dan Orlovsky from saying that Baltimore would be a great fit for Hopkins. So Orlovsky was a guest on the Pat McAfee show. They got a couple of co-hosts there that are, you know, big Patriots fans, and they're kind of pushing that agenda. And then they asked Orlovsky, where would Orlovsky sign if he himself were DeAndre Hopkins? Here's what he had to say.
2: Um, if I was DeHop and I could choose to where I would go, and I think realistic teams that potentially in the conversation, um, number one, New England. Um, as long as he thinks Mac Jones is a good player, um, New England has nobody on the perimeter that's really going to scare you. What do you think about Mac um, Jones? I think oh. that it's a huge, huge. He's a huge year for Mac. Um, I think Bill O'Brien's got a great feel for you know what Hop excels at. He doesn't have to get him open. He just has to get him one on ones. Um, Let's live in the world where he doesn't want to go play with, go play in New England. He wants to go play with an elite level quarterback. I would say like the two would be Baltimore and Philadelphia. Yeah, Sarah,
1: I'd say that was a nice and shall we say subtle way of Orlovsky essentially saying that Mac Jones isn't elite. Uh, We went through our fair share of those kind of comments with Joe Flacco over the years here in Baltimore. I don't need to remind anybody of those.
0: (laughs) No, and we fought those tooth and nail, Bobby. But in this case, I'd have to agree. I do not think that Mac Jones is elite. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson, okay, he's a superstar. And he obviously has the respect of receivers like OBJ for him to sign here. And Hopkins has been on record saying that he'd love to play with Lamar. He said it would be an honor before his career ends. So going more into that idea of Lamar being a superstar, him being elite, here's more from Orlovsky, what he thinks D Hop's decision should come down to.
2: I think the decision has to come down to like playing with the elite quarterback and having a real chance to play, you know, Super Bowl championship football, like playing like a a contending Super Bowl champion football. He's made a ton of money. He's been at the top of I'm the best receiver in the NFL. I'm sure he wants to continue to get paid well and play for a long time, but uh, for a guy who's kind of done it all, you know, over the last eight or nine years in the NFL at wide receiver, like go to go play for a quarterback that's a star.
0: Yeah, Bobby, what Dan is saying here it makes a ton of sense. If I were to end my career, I'd prioritize ring shopping over securing a big bag. But that's just me, and that might not be D Hop's priority. Both New England and Tennessee have potential but neither have a star quarterback. But in the end, if I'm being honest, I don't think there's serious interest from Baltimore. I know Dan said that there is some interest, and I know you covered while I was you know, out of town last week, you covered that Josina Anderson said last week that the Ravens front office is mon- monitoring D-Hop's free agency. But once fans started making a big deal out of her statement, she quickly c- clarified by saying, it's the job of any NFL front office to monitor all market conditions. So, Hey, as much as I'd love to add talent like D hop, my understanding is that he wouldn't be a good locker room fit with the Ravens. And after the team signed Laquan Treadwell to a one-year deal last week, a fan asked the athletics, Jeff Zriebeck if that closes the door on signing D hop Zrebeck replied, quote, independent of the signing, which I'm not sure is all that related. There just doesn't seem to be any smoke on that front, close quote. So in conclusion, I'm with Orlovsky's original statement as to who the best fit is for Hopkins. I think the Patriots is a good fit because they would allow him to be a number one receiver. They can probably pay him better money than the Ravens. And he, his presence, makes them a playoff contender. And you know what? If D-Hop is not coming to Baltimore, I want him to go anywhere but to KC or Buffalo. So New England would be just fine with me all right bobby this topic has been gaining steam among ravens twitter in recent days but being that viking star pass rusher Danielle hunter is officially holding out of his team's mandatory minicamp here's the question Should the Ravens consider trading for him?
1: Yeah, that is the question given the circumstances. And I guess I would respond with this. Uh, If 2023 truly is a win now year for the Ravens, then why wouldn't they? Uh, Right now, there's a lot of unknown in their outside linebackers room, aside from the proven veteran that is Tyus Bowser. That's with all due respect to David Ajabo. We just don't know entering year two. We hope we know, but we don't truly know. Not yet, at least. And in Daniel Hunter, Baltimore would be getting a perennial pro bowler and, hey, an instant upgrade at the position.
0: Yeah, you make a good point bringing up Ojabo there. I mean, if they really believe that he's going to be legit, then there really would be no reason to get Daniel Hunter. But who knows what that's going to be? So then the next logical question becomes, Bobby, okay, question was, would you consider training for him? And now we're going to... Okay. It sounds like you would. What would it take to get him?
1: Well, quite a bit is what I gather. And I'd have to think something like a 2024 second rounder or maybe multiple later round picks could get the job done. But let's also remember how we got here in the first place. Hunter is currently holding out for a new contract, as you mentioned. So a fresh new deal that reflects the market. And in Hunter's case, I mean, this dude's in his prime the top of the market would more than likely be a second requirement there to get this thing across the finish
0: line. I mean, we saw Eric DeCosta do something like this right last year with acquiring Roquan Smith, but that was an in-season trade that came with very little risk, which essentially allowed the team to see what they had in Roquan before doling out the massive record-setting extension.
1: Right. And there's no doubt this would be a risk on top of a significant investment, but we are talking about a 28 year old star who, like I said, he's in the prime of his career. He is a top pass rusher in this league. Now, that said, there are other placeholder options still out there. Names like Justin Houston, Yannick Nagakwe, two former Ravens, right? Jadavian Clowney, they all remain available on the open market. And any one of the three would be economical if the Ravens feel like, hey, We're ready to ride with Adafe Owe, the aforementioned David Ajabo. Let's go for it. We'll bring in one of these guys on a cheap, you know, team friendly, short term deal, and we feel really strong, especially in Ajabo's case, and we feel good about where Owe will be ahead of year three. We'll we'll learn a lot about how they feel in the coming weeks, Sarah, given maybe perhaps the noise or lack thereof when it comes to adding or not adding an outside linebacker. But for right now, We'll just have to wait and see.
0: And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with Marlon Humphrey spotting former teammate and new Raven scouting intern Tony Jefferson at the team facility Monday. Let's just say Tony's new job has changed their relationship.
2: Bro. What's up, coach? Can I get a hug, bro? What's up, coach? Nah, bro. You're a coach. You're the ops. <laughs> What's up, coach? Talk
0: to me, coach. Man, back. And with Hopkins no longer with the Cardinals organization, former Ravens wide receiver Marquise Brown, he told the media in Arizona that he wants to quote, "Prove that I can be the guy." Now he's going to have an uphill climb with starting quarterback Kyler Murray nursing an injury. But I'll tell you what, I wish Marquise the best. This is a contract year for him, and I hope he's about to put up a big season. And finally, Roquan Smith and Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> they have been seen on social media having no mercy on kids during youth camps. Roquan denied one kid a pass on the football field with tight coverage and then an interception. And then Hamilton, this is a separate event, he blocked another little boy's shot on the basketball court like he was Matumbo. not uh, Bad way to toughen up a participation trophy generation. Thanks
1: for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms by visiting patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast. As you probably know by now, we have been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, You'll give us a chance to keep churning out Daily Ravens content for years to come.
0: And a special shout out to a returning patron, Rick Henry, and two of our newest patrons, Matt DiMaggio and Blake Yaspa. We'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got today, but we'll be back on Wednesday with their Ravens news you need to know.